Hi, my name's Rich Eames and you're listening to Bicycle Motocross Radio, episode number two. This episode of the podcast is going to be a little bit different. We're at round one of the UK National Series down at Cheddar in Somerset, sponsored by Relentless Energy. I'm talking to riders and industry personnel to find out who'll be winning, who'll be grinning, who'll be snoozing and who'll be losing. The first two interviews are with Alan Woods of alansbmx.com fame and Roger Wilbraham, the main man at British Cycling, aka The Fed. So let's get into it. Bicycle Motocross Radio, episode number two. Enjoy. Mr. Alan Woods, how are you, sir? I'm very well, Richard. Thank you. How's things with the team? Are you all set for 2007? Well, it's all done now. All the hard work's done. Um, we'll just have to uh, wait and see. It's all set up. It looks good. You know, we're just hoping that the riders perform and everybody does as they're told. Yeah. Is there uh, going to be pressure on the riders this year? I don't think so much to perform. It's more to do with, you know, whether we've got so many more sponsors, outside sponsors, that we've never really had before. It's more of a matter of uh, the riders have got to understand, you know, they've got to run that equipment, make sure they're wearing the right T-shirt and, and the right stuff, and, um, you know, just go out there and ride to the best of the ability. So th- there isn't pressure in so much as performing, but there's, um, you know, people have got to think about the, uh, about the sponsors a little bit more, I think. Right, okay, so I think it's a good thing because it's, you know, stepping up and uh, it's making people take things a little bit more seriously, which is what BMX has kind of been missing for for a long time. It gives it more of a professional image, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, the deal that we have with Madison, bringing them on board, a big company like that, I think it makes people kind of, you know, sit up and take notice and if it can make the other teams uh, step up to make it look a bit more professional, make BMX just look... A bit, um, you know, more like you know, motocross or supercross. That's all. A, that's all a good thing. It's something that's been lacking for the last few years, I think, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Have you got uh, great hopes for any of your riders this weekend? Is anyone in particular you think is going to do well? Have you got any predictions? Well, it's hard to say. You know, we, we've got Bradley Minder stayed in his own age group for 20 inch and cruiser, so he, he should be all good there. We've got riders that have moved up uh, age groups. Uh, we've got uh, Charlotte Green who's gone up a gone up a class, uh, but she's still looking you know fantastic on the bike. So I think she'll do well. Jack Clark, you know from Coppel, he, he's looking really good. So uh, I don't know. They're all on the they're all on there for a reason, Richard. Cool. <laughs> right. Well, we'll wrap it up then, Alan. Thanks for your time. Appreciate it, and uh, look forward to seeing your riders out there. Thank you very much. Right. We're here with Mr. British Cycling himself, Roger Wilbraham. Rog, start of another season. Is it going to be the case of same old, same old, or are things going to change? Well, it's a case of same old, same old in as far as the facilities we're using, but I think every year has its changes. It's good to get Relentless on board as a, as a title sponsor, so we get a bit more recognition. We've got the Extreme Channel down on Monday filming Chinese, so that'll get everybody a bit of recognition. Uh, we've got the Brits are going to be on TV this year, so things are looking good. Cool, who's covering the Brits then? Well, we've got a choice. Uh, we've got a, a Sky Sports 2 programme and we've got a Eurosport option as well. 
So it depends on the flexibility of the filming options, whether we can actually get the sponsors on the TV, do a bit of rider interviews, get maybe use that material for promotional purposes as well. Eurosport might be a bit more restrictive on that one, so it maybe we end up with the Sky Sports 2 option, but I'd prefer Eurosport for the viewing figures, obviously. Right, you know what's coming, you need an interview, don't you? Well, I do, yeah, I'm thinking about it. You know, we've had CK doing the DVD for the Eurochamp, so maybe we could uh, use yours truly, I suppose, really, couldn't we? There you go, on the record, I've got a job. <laughs> well, we'll see. Oh, that sounded like a bit of BC sitting on the fence, that did. That's no good at all. No, I'm only pulling your leg, Rog. Um, how many riders do you think we've got this weekend? Because I haven't seen the figures yet. I don't know. I've not seen the figures yet. They're still doing registration. Obviously, they were a half an hour uh, extra registration, and they'll queues all the time. So I reckon we're looking 400 plus. Cool. Uh, just changing tack completely. Have you got any predictions for the weekend on who might win and who might do well and who might lie on the floor in a turn? Well, winning, I suppose we've, everybody's been making a big thing about 19 plus this weekend, so I'm very intrigued to see how this will go. Obviously, everybody's bigging up Flem Dog as being the man. Uh, we've got the younger riders moving up, like Cal Strickland. We're going to have your traditional 19 plus riders that have been training through the winter. So I think at this stage in the season, yeah, I'm not going to make any calls on that age group. Elite's a difficult one, we've got all the top guys are away. So no Beatty, but we've got Map here. So we've got uh, we've got Long Beatty here. So who knows? I'll go for, I'll go for Lawrence in Elite. Right. Okay. Cool. And uh, as a final question, have you sorted your rollbacks out yet? They're just not happening here at Cheddar. Unfortunately, I, I had a feeling that they weren't going to work because of the steep starting gates. So I went to Coppel, as you know, on uh, on uh, on Wednesday, Thursday, whenever it was, and practiced jumping it. So I'm on, I'm on for jumping, but it's a bit it's a bit I'm not so good here. I like to get that little bit of an advantage, and uh, I haven't got no advantage here at all, so I'm feeling a little bit negative at the moment about my chances. Right, so a negative Roger rollback sitting on the fence, that's no good at all. Right, thanks for your time, Roger, appreciate it. No problem, see you again. Cheers. So from there, I wanted to find out who was going to win 19+, plus and who best to ask but a 19-plus rider themselves. Step up, Mr Michael Brown. Well, hey, quick chat with Michael Brown. Brownie, 19-plus this year, how are you feeling about it? Better than last year. In what way? I'm fitter, slightly stronger, and my skills are better. Right, do you think you've got a fairly good chance in 19 plus? Because it is full of really good guys. See what happens, I think. Have you sorted your gates out? Yeah, a lot better than last year, definitely. Right. Cool. So, do you think uh, who do you think is going to be the sort of heavy hitters of the class? Who's going to give you problems? Uh, Lee Bromfield's looking pretty quick, and there's always Flem Dog. Graham Strickland's going to be on it, I think, and Cal's definitely going to be on it. Well, everyone, anyone could have it. If it was Cal and Graham for fourth place in a semi, going into the last turn, would they take each other out? I think they would. <laughs> would you take them out? Definitely. Right, cool. Um, oh, can't think of anything else to ask you, really. Anything else you want to say? Anybody you want to sort of shout out to or anything like that? No, that's it. That'll do, Rich. Okay, cool. Thanks, bye. See you later. So that was it, short and sweet for 19+. plus. Next, we decided to step up to the elite class. And who better to talk to but the man who can? Warren was a Bancroft. Right, Warren Bancroft, just as the music kicks into high gear. Um, 19, no, you're not ready, 19+, plus, are you? I got that so wrong. I've just been talking to Brownie, that's what that was. Elite, have you done any training at all this winter? I have done quite a bit, actually. I've been doing my sprints. I haven't been doing too much of the gate, but... I'm working on that at the moment, so... 
Right, because there is a, a long sort of held thing that you don't do any training at all and that you just party and that's it and you're not taking it seriously. Have you got anything to say to your detractors? Well, just let them think what they think and then we'll see when it comes to the racing. Right, okay. Anybody uh, in the class this weekend? Because Kelvin's not here, obviously, and uh, Marcus is near. Who's going to be your main competition? Uh, Lawrence, Matt, really. And that's probably it. Shin is in it as well, so... Well, yeah, Shinae is making a debut in Pro Elite. Do you think she'll have what it takes? I think she has got what it takes, yeah. But I think she'll get bashed around a little bit. You don't think the guys are going to show any respect on that gate? No, not really. Right. Obviously, I will, but I don't think them guys will. Okay, well, if you're going into into a turn, fourth place in the semi, you and Shinae, Shinae is in fourth, you're in fifth, would you pimp her over a turn? Ooh, I don't know. I, don't, I, I couldn't say. I'd have to, I don't know. That means yes, then. <laughs> yeah, you might as well say that. Just a little bump. How's things going with the Allen squad? Yeah, great. Everything's going great at the moment. He's a lot of support, so doing well. Cool. Any predictions for the year? Where do you think you're going to end up in the top, what, five? Oh, yeah. Hopefully top first. <laughs> Hopefully first. <laughs> so you think when Kelvin comes back, he's got nothing for you? No. Nothing at all. I'll be good for him. <laughs> right, well, I look forward to seeing it uh, all take place. Anyway, anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? No, that's it, I think. Cool, thanks, Warren. All right, cheers. I thought that was going to be it for Saturday, but I bumped into Liam Beatty and Lee Bromfield on the way back to the car and decided to have a chat. Oh, talking to Liam Beatty. Liam, Pro Elite this weekend, what are your predictions? Uh, just see how it goes. I worked on my gates all winter, got them spot on. I come here and it's, it's not happening, like... The gate's really steep and oh, I need to get my head right tonight and get them done. Yeah. Right, cool. Well, we'll try and not get run over whilst we do this interview and cross roads and things of that nature. So, Kelvin's gone to the Czech Republic, has he? Yeah, normally he probably rings me about 11 o'clock at night when he's in bed and got nothing else to do to let me know how he's done, but probably... Uh, Everyone's boycotting the race, saying they're not racing, because everyone hates that track. Right, cool. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll cross the road and get rid of the noise, and then we'll carry on this interview on the other side of the road. Yeah, just to prove we are live, we have now crossed the road, and we're now in a quieter place. So, considering we've got Lee Bromfield stood next to us, how do you think Shanae's is going to do tomorrow? Well, I don't know if she's racing elite or... Oh, she's racing elite. Well, she looked good in practice, um... So she'll be making the main at least. Right, cool. Any other predictions? Who do you think is going to win 19 plus? Because that class is stacked. Oh, that's like, I haven't got a clue. There's, it could be 10 guys who could win it. But I mean, Flemdog's got the snap. Well, it's a case of whether he can hold on around the track because there's going to be all these young kids snapping at his heels. and Oh, you never know. Don't know who's going to win. He's Lee Bromfield riding. Are you doing 19 plus tomorrow, Lee? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing 19 plus tomorrow. What are your predictions? How do you think it's all going to pan out? Well, I don't know. Like, loads of people in it, so it's just a case of getting into the final and see what can happen from there. Think you'll make the main? Yeah, I hope to make the main. I've been right, just been doing gates and they're pretty good and consistent, so looking forward to it. Trained hard this winter, or have you just been sat on the couch? Well, as hard as I can be. It's been like, a lot of work in college and stuff, but I've been getting up and doing the training, so yeah, it'll yeah. be good tomorrow. 
Cool. Right, well, I'm looking forward to that one. Should be good to do. So uh, we'll just wrap this up with Liam Beatty and Lee Bromfield. I couldn't get your name straight then. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow, and hopefully I'll be speaking to one of you after placing on the podium. Cheers. And so on to Sunday. And who did we bump into first but everybody's favourite Yorkshireman, Luke Gamble. Right, we're here with Luke Gamble at uh, Sunny Cheddar. Gamble, what kind of weekend are you having? I'm having a great weekend so far. Um, not too bad. I've had a few good, good motos this morning. And uh, just waiting to uh, see my motor sheet for my semi-final. Right, is Elite harder this year or easier or is it on a par with last year? How did you find it? Uh, I'm not too sure. I'd say it's a bit easier. There's a few faces missing. Um, but I'm still going to ride a race. Ride as I normally would do. See what damage I can do. Did you nearly have an over-the-bars moment this morning? I did have an over-the-bars moment this morning in the first turn. But I'm alright now. Got back on. Got, got third position. So I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. Have you uh, done much training this winter, or have you been sat on the settee, or have you just been training your t-shirt muscles in the gym? Just been training my t-shirt muscles in the gym. <laughs> I've not been doing much, I have done some obviously, I've been trying to get out on my bike as much as I can, um, just, just so I don't lose it really, but weather's quite crap over here, so can't do much, but I have been doing quite a bit. Cool, um, are you riding for this year sponsor-wise, or are you riding for Fern Bikes, aren't you? Fern Bikes and Cinecelo. How's that going? It's not too bad at the moment. I need a set of race pants, so Dylan, um, if you're listening, I could do with a new set after that crash in the first turn. You're quite regular for breaking stuff and ripping stuff to pieces. I remember you breaking a bike when you are on the Allens team. <laughs> I broke a few when I was on the Allens team. Uh, they'll get sick of me soon. Not hard, I suppose. Um, what else? Can't really think of much else, actually. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? No, not really. Just... Uh, Thanks to all my sponsors and uh, Billy Fieldhouse, Jez A's. That's about it, really. What about your muscles, Gam? Emily's making overtures behind you. <laughs> Got anything to say about that? Nah, I just ignore her. Well, to be fair, if I was Emily, I'd just keep out of your way. Well, yeah, I'm that. <laughs> right, cheers, Luke. Thanks very much. Thanks a lot. Cheers. And so as the racing progressed on Sunday, things got more and more hectic. The victim of a very strange refereeing decision was Aaron Shrewsbury, so I decided to find out what was up. I spoke to his dad first, and then spoke to Aaron after that. Listen up, see what you think. Right, we're here with uh, Chas Shrewsbury, father of Aaron. Aaron's just been disqualified in the 15-16 semi. What was it for? Um, Bumping into a rider is the uh, official reason. In that first turn, it's impossible not to bump into riders. Well, I think it's uh, yeah. I think it's all sat down to someone's opinion of whether it's sort of you know a dangerous move or just a bit of racing. So someone has to call the shots. A bit like the old linesman in a football match. Was it over the line or not over the line? Right. You seem quite calm about the situation, Chas. What sort of bloke I am. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I can't do anything about it. I've been told I could probably give him video evidence, and it still goes with the flow. I'm just really gutted for Aaron. Is he disappointed? Extremely. I mean, he's a wee lad now in this group. Um, I told him to give it him all in the uh, in this race to get through. He did that, and then that happens. Um, I ain't gonna do much for his confidence. Because uh, I watched the semi and it, I couldn't see anything untoward. That's the worst bit. And from what I've heard, the rider concerned he was supposed to have hit has said, "Well, nothing happened." So why disqualify him? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it comes back to the old football debate, doesn't it? We'll be down the pub tonight talking all the different terms and combinations of what it was, um, but we can't do anything about it, unfortunately. Well, that's a very diplomatic uh, way of putting it, if you don't mind me saying so, Chas. But uh, there's always tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I mean, he'll be ready for tomorrow and have another go. And there's always another race. And he's also got another bike to ride. So as long as he's happy riding his bike, I'm happy. All right. 
Well, that's fair enough, right? Well, thanks for that, Chaz. Appreciate your time. Yeah, sorry, it wasn't too meaty. That's all right. Right, the man himself, Aaron Shrosbury. Aaron, how are you? Yeah, all right. A bit annoyed with it, but, you know, it's final, so I can't do anything about it. Yeah. I didn't see anything untoward going in that turn. So do you, what, do you think it was just a bit silly of a decision? I mean, yeah, it was a stupid decision, and the person behind Tippy has even said that it was his wheels that slid out and went over the top of the berm, and I didn't even touch him. But then they're saying that I rode into him, which if I did ride into him, why would I still have kept exactly the same speed as what I did when I went into it? And why wouldn't I have unclipped or anything like that? So, Has that fired you up now for tomorrow? Yes, and got me a bit sort of annoyed and I'll probably now, I'll just go out and do what I did today and then probably disqualify me again. But yeah. Are you pleased with your riding this weekend? Because you're looking all right. Yeah, so far I've been happy with it. Obviously that's just sort of got on my nerves a bit, but i just got to let it go and so the decision's fine so I can't do anything about it. Cool. Right, well, I look forward to seeing you tomorrow and uh, hopefully we'll see you do good things. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Okay. Someone else who didn't have a good day on Sunday was Alan's BMX.com cruiser rider, James Christie. We caught up with James to find out what his thoughts were. Oh, and be warned, James drops an F-bomb in this uh, interview, so if you've got sensitive ears or the kids are listening in the car, you might want to skip this bit. Right, quick word with James Christie after the 30-39 semi. James, didn't go the way you wanted. What happened? Uh, gate 8 had bad motos, then I had gate 8 in the semi. Everyone else had the inside line, and I was buggered. Simple as that, unfortunately. Are you, uh, are you disappointed, or is it just a circumstance of the day? I'm disappointed with my motos, definitely, because then I would have had an easier pick and got um, you know, 3, 4, or 5, or something like that. But never mind, it's always tomorrow. What do you think of the standard of the class this weekend? Everybody's been training, haven't they? <laughs> it's like, wow! You know, look at Neil Harbour, and he's like just chunky, but he's all muscle now, and he's flying. But no, it's all good. Any words on Darren Pritchard's performance this weekend? Well, he needs to go a little bit further than the whole 10 metres, um, but he's trying. He needs to start trying hard enough, and uh, if he tries hard enough, he might puke one day. <laughs> Who's your pick for the win then in 30-39 Cruiser today? Hilly, without question. Then Hilly, Sharpie. Um, don't know who's going to be after that. Who do you think? I don't know. I'm not sure. Hilly and Sharpie, do you think there's a possibility of them sandbagging? Fucking right. <laughs> Sorry, bloody right. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, James. It's a family show. But there's nowhere else for them to go, really, in terms of cruise racing. It's the hardest class they can go in. Um, do you think they should bring back an elite cruiser class? Yeah, and I should have raced it last year for certain. Definitely, definitely. Bring back elite cruiser. Um, so 30-39 can go back to people who don't train as, as hard. So... And they should promote the top four of each uh, of 30-39 into Elite Cruiser each year. Definitely, without question. Well, we've got Darren Pritchard stood next to us. So, Darren, how was your day? I was actually quite good. I enjoyed it for a change. Uh, I actually might have tried a little bit harder than I usually would, to be fair. Yeah. Were, you, were you impressed with your mortals this morning? Yeah. <laughs> I was well happy. And now I was gutted that I got fifth in the, in the quarter, but... We'll see. Semi tomorrow, hopefully. Right. Well, there's quarters today at the first race of the season in 30-39 Cruiser like there was last year, and then the numbers kind of dropped away to a point where they went straight to a final at decoy. Do you think this enhanced number situation will keep up? Possibly. Uh, it depends how many people get injured during the year. We don't bounce like we used to. That's very true, and James can attest to that, can't you, James? I do, definitely. <laughs> That's why I look like the Michelin man with all the padding on. <laughs> Right, gents, well, thank you very much, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye.
Finally, onto the two big winners of the weekend, Tony Fleming in 19 plus and Lawrence Map in Elite Men. I caught up with them both and had a quick chat. Right, Tony Fleming, winner of 19 plus. Tony, how's the day been for you? It's been a good day. Very tiring, very painful. Had a few crashes yesterday, so um, hard to keep my, my head straight. But just kept relaxed, kept it dialed and uh, focused. Kept kept out of trouble. There's plenty of it today, and uh, just kept cool for the final gate. Was 19 plus as hard as you thought it was going to be? I think a little bit harder. But that two weeks in the Dale Holmes camp, I think, came through to me. Lost a bit of weight, just kept my head straight. Experience at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, who impressed you in 19 plus today? Uh, 19 plus, uh, Tuffy. And uh, poor Lee Boom Boom Bromfield, uh, he had a bad rap today. He was looking good. He was a threat to me. And, and Graham Strickland, I think, I had Graham tipped for number one today. And uh, I don't know what happened to the semi gate, pressure or whatever, but yeah, he'll, be, he'll be back, I'm sure. Talking to Strickland's, what about Cal? What did you make of his debut performance? Cal was good. He spun the gate a few times today, but in the final, he got outside of Tuffy and he couldn't get around. There's a bit of bump in the first corner, but um, it's down to lane choice. You've got to keep good in the motos, keep good in the quarters, the semis, keep that inside gate choice. Right. Uh, who didn't impress you in 19 plus? Who didn't perform as you thought they would today? Um, random. Gary Bailey. He apparently was going to beat me, you know, from that Rutherford thread. So uh, a bit disappointed with Random, but never mind. Yeah. What about Brownie? Brownie. Yeah. I I would have thought he'd be up there, but again, it's the head games, isn't it? It's you can be fast, you can be a gym boy, but when it comes to the you know the crunch, you got to keep your cool, keep your nerve, get that time in millisecond perfect, you know. Yeah. What about tomorrow? How do you think tomorrow's going to pan out? Oh Christ no! So I'm going. I'm going to pub now, have a few beers, and just go to bed early. I'm old, I need to recuperate now. <laughs> I think a big tub of hagen dust tonight, I'll do me. Right, cool, thanks a lot, Tony. Thanks, mate. Cheers. All the best. Thanks. Hey, Lawrence Matt, winner of Elite Day 1 at Cheddar. Lawrence, how's your day been? Uh, really good day. Had three good motos, really awful semi, nearly went out. And then I just had three really good uh, mains there. It's good racing as well, me, Liam and Wazza. All really close, swapping and changing all the time. Yeah, is... Kelvin being missing, do you think that affected the class? Yeah, I'd like Kelvin and Liam to be in it, really. Just to see how I'd have measured up. Yeah? Yeah, just see if my training would have paid off. So you have actually been training, have you? Not been to bingo? Nah, nah, I've been to bingo still. First, first things first, training's first. You've got a bit of weight on? Oh yeah, still got a bit of a belly, but... No, but uh, top you've got oh yeah, 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 yeah. But, no, I've trained hard since November, real hard. What, what do you think about Sinead's then? I think, I think it's really good. She's getting in there, mixing it up. I think she's just got a... It, it'd be good for her, because earlier on in the semi when she crashed, and then she's just going to try and keep her head more. She was in a good position, just threw it away. Yeah. Do you see Sinead as quite a serious threat in Elite? Yeah, without a doubt. She, uh, the first four pedals is unreal. So much power in her. But yeah, it should be a good season. Do you think that'll stand her in good stead when she goes into like Europe, into the Worlds and stuff, racing against the girls? Because she's going to have Jill Kinton to race and, and Caroline Schoss on. Yeah, I reckon I reckon she keeps on riding the way she is, she'll blitz them, for sure. Cool. Any other questions, Tony? Warren Bancroft. <laughs> me and was a good buddy, he's on and off the track. <laughs> Man, he was all over you all day. Yeah, he was all over me, I know, I could smell him. Inside, smell him on my island. high, low, he the, was there. In, in the first main, I thought it was him on the outside of me, so I jumped the double into the last corner, went wide to hold it, and all of a sudden he's up the inside of me. I ain't happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Uh, it's good racing, good day's racing. Any, finally, any predictions for tomorrow? Um, hopefully the same way, <laughs> me winning, <laughs> but see how it goes, see how I feel in the morning. Predicted rain tomorrow. <laughs> right, cool, thanks yeah. for that Lawrence, cheers. Right, Lawrence. Thanks. Cheers, Rich. Yeah. Thanks, mate.
So that's your lot for this episode of Bicycle Motocross Radio. Join us again at the Bournemouth National. We'll try and bring you a few more interviews with a few other people. And uh, if you like it, give us some feedback. MySpace.com slash Bicycle Motocross Radio. See you next time.
Right, well that's your lot for this podcast. I hope you like what you've heard. If you want to get in touch, then go to myspace.com slash bicyclemotocrossradio. Next time round, I'm hoping to go a bit further afield with my guests. I can't say who yet, you'll just have to wait and see. But thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Cheers. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.